Welcome into the Swamp Folks, Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Bringing you a podcast like we never have before on this cloudy day. Little Andy Griffith, what's going on, Todd? Brought to the swamp's attention yesterday. It was a little bit too late, but yesterday was the anniversary date, October 3rd, 1960. The first Andy Griffith show was on TV. It still is. Yeah. And the uh, word greatness comes up. Although I've, I've met people before and said, oh, I just never liked that show, you know, and I've kind of just laughed at them. I said, well, then don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all you can say. But, man, I've laughed so much time because of that, mainly because how simple and nice. You just kind of wish everything's like Mount Airy, North Carolina. Got in, you know, I got a little story. I've told it before. We went out to the Hogan Farm. We got to meet these people, oldest dairy farm at the time, back in 1992, and we became friends with them. And we were out there, you know, for our transplant. Uh, see if Kobe gets a shot at it. And got to meet them, the people, through Kobe's teacher's church. So we go out there and meet the Hogans, and they keep the mascot for the North Carolina, Ramsey the uh, sheep ram and Mr. Hogan and I was talking one time he said do you like fishing I said yeah he said well I tell you I got fishing gear here and everything and you come on out anytime you want and here's a key says only you and another person of course our family has keys that have this key that's to the gate you don't have to ask or anything just come on I said okay he says let me tell you who that other person is. He said, Andy Griffin. Hey. Of course, he's a big talk. Was a big tar here with school there and all that business. He's, but anyway, he said they're good friends. How about that? And just a month before we got there, Aunt B died at that hospital. Yeah. Yeah. She had retired there, or outside of there. But anyway, there you go, your Andy Griffin story. So what's going on on your side of the swamp? Big bear. Today. Another big bear. bear. Huge. Well, it's that time again, folks. We talked about it last year. It's Alaska's uh, big or fat bear week. They put the contest on. They've revealed 12 big belly bears that are vying for the top spot in this year's fat bear week bracket. I think I saw a couple of them at Walmart today. Whoa, on the car. whoa. No, I'm not kidding. Whoa, get them back in the mountains. The cheeks were rubbing on the floor. Oh. Yeah, they're lucky that a fire didn't happen. Bird bath going on. Well, the park annually allows online voters to choose which of the 12 portly predators packing on the pounds for hibernation is the public's favorite. Now, the favorites in this year's bracket include 747, <laughs> a two-time Fat Bear Week winner. All right. He's typically very fat by the end of the annual event. Now, we got another um, favorite who actually got a name, not a number, Otis. 
He has won Fat Bear Week three times and is beloved by fans for his blocky muzzle and a floppy right ear. Wow. So he's going to have to work extra but, hard this year as his advanced years have taken a toll on the health of his teeth. Fat Bear Week. Fat Bear Week. Here we go. Voters wow. will choose. Uh, you've got from today to October 10th to vote online. And then they move to the next, but then they move on to the next round in the bracket. Okay. It's like the tournament. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, they might not put that on Monday Night Football because uh, if it wasn't for the Manning the other night, that would save me. How bad are the New York Giants? They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I might want to put Fat Bear Week on there. The next time they come up. All right. All right, let's go to Pennsylvania. Do you remember Tank the Tortoise on the loose? I do remember him on the loose. Well, they, they found him. him. Yeah, they found him uh, two miles away from the vet <laughs> where he escaped. And they're saying they're going to put a GPS on him now because wow. he keeps he keeps getting loose, but they keep finding him in this same place. And, you know, this time he escaped his outdoor enclosure through a hole in the fence. If he's got out so many times, I don't know, maybe block the hole? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. That's what cinder blocks do. Old Tank, yeah. I'm pulling for Tank. Yeah. We got Hank the Tank, the bear, who ended up being a... a female yeah oh yeah you know and he's right. going through people's fridges and stuff that's a different one they all go through the fridge get cakes well, and donuts i don't know and then now we got tank the tortoise so yeah well we got trans bears hey so you don't know whoa yeah my right. political show here you got that right now yeah my brother did not like all the pc stuff okay he let you know 2008, Darius Rucker, former singer with Hootie and the Blowfish, went to number one on the U.S. country chart with his first country single, Don't Think, I Don't Think About It. Greatness. Making him the first African-American singer to top the chart since 85 when Ray Charles hit the top with Seven Spanish Angels, a duet with old Willie Nelson. Bill Nelson out of Texas. Hey, I want to tell you right now, Darius Rucker is greatness. Okay. Yeah, I use that word a lot. Boom, boom, boom. Ba-dum, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Come on. 1980, Queen started a three-week run at number one with Another One Bites the Dust, written by bassist John Deacon. What a, what a song, though. That's a good one, man. It's yeah. a good one. Of course, Queen's got them still going. Queen's still rolling around. The ones are still alive yeah. up there. Pretty cool. All right, 1978, country singer Tammy Wynette had a rough do go. Uh, she was abducted, beaten, and held in her car for two hours by a kidnapper wearing a ski mask. He held a gun on her and forced her to drive 90 miles from Nashville, Tennessee. She was later released, and the kidnapper escaped. Yeah. Now, did they think George had something to do with that? Could have. Oh, boy. It's a possibility. Yeah. Possum. All right, 1970, Janis Joplin was found dead. Oh, Landmark Hotel Hollywood. What a waste. Saw right. her 
actually about six years ago, I was in a coach's office. We we're talking about music and stars and this other guy and I were kind of on the same page, you know, we're like the Eagles that came up and, you know, and I said, you know, there's, of course I said another one that pretty interesting. Of course, Eagles was Linda Ronstadt's backup band for a little bit. But anyway, she goes, uh, I said, we well, you know Janis Joplin, it, she doesn't get a fair shake on records. You had to see her live. And another guy in there, coach goes, what? And the other coach that kind of agreed with me says, oh, that, that was a ticket to see her. And I, I mean, it's, it was a sad day. Of course, that was, she's the trilogy, you know, her, uh, we got Jimi Hendrix and of course Jim Morris and all that happened pretty close, uh, tied in there, but something else. Well, I get in, I go over to Wiley and the business manager went to school with her and was the neighbor grew up alongside Janice Joplin. Port Arthur? Yeah, Port Arthur. Of course, Jimmy Johnson, the old cowboy coach that can't get in the ring of honor because the owner wants to let everybody know who's got power. But uh, Dad was, says that's the curse of the Cowboys. <laughs> that's, that's I'm telling you. <laughs> it is. Put the man in there, and then, you know, we'll be better off. But anyway, he went to school with her there, too, and everything. But that, uh, you know, the Bobby McGee song written by Chris Christopherson. And that didn't hit till after she died. She never knew how big it was. Oh, man. Crazy. That, uh, anyway, another waste. You know, here we got the fentanyl thing going on. And it's just really, 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 really nuts and crazy. But anyway, fun to listen to. Hey, I, I don't really care about their politics or anything. I just listen, you know, I listen to you. I don't care what, what actor and actress you are. If the movie's fun, okay. Just don't tell me how to vote. All right. <laughs> and uh, right now, I don't even know why you would vote. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and old Bobby McGee. I'm just telling you. When they're voting from the grave, <laughs> That's right. you know, there you go. Yeah. Well, you I'll got... tell you one thing, though. Carrots. Carrots. Okay. Yes. All right. Not carrot top to carrots. The carrot is a root vegetable, typically orange in color. And we say that because the Aggies got maroon carrot carrots. They came out, <laughs> oh, I don't know how many years ago, 15, 20 years ago. And then one of the health books I was teaching out of, that they'd come out with it. And I'm thinking, gee, what's that doing to our intestines? Can we just keep things the way? You know, they kind of naturally are, but I, of course, can't do that. But uh, though purple, black, red, white, and yellow cultivars exist, all of which are domesticated forms of the wild carrot. All right, native to Europe and southwestern Asia. Well, this is what they'll do for you and to you. That's pretty good benefits. Carrots can improve your vision. And here's the old joke. I've never seen Bugs Bunny wear glasses. Carrots are a great source of vitamin A, which is a nutrient that boosts your immune system. 
Cuts your risk of heart disease and essential for vision growth and reproduction. Carrots can help to prevent cancer. The vegetable is rich in beta carotene, which is an antioxidant that works to prevent comes types. Okay, here again. They never proofread these things. Instead of sums, <laughs> they put comes. Okay. I was wondering types what you were saying. It's some types of cancer. This includes prostate, colon, stomach, and breast. Yikes. Carrot regular consumption may help in weight loss. The vegetable has few calories and is a source of dietary fiber, which helps to keep the feeling of safety for a long time. Thus, carrots can be a potent alley to reduce weight. Whether carrot is blue, green, yellow, maroon, it can still have possible side effects. Carrot is usually safe to eat, but when consumed in large amounts, it can lead to some side effects such as the change of the natural color of your skin, which can become slightly yellow or orange. And I used to do a carrot all the time when I juicing mm -hmm. before everything got so expensive to stay healthy uh but uh yeah yeah i've, I've seen that <laughs> happen to people kind of <laughs> you tone off to be kind of orange i guess if you eat those aggie carrots you turn off to be kind of maroon so i'm surprised they didn't make a big deal with that well anyway the daily intake recommended for fresh vegetables such as carrot is five servings a serving of carrots is approximately half a cup of the vegetable. It can be eaten every day and is healthy when eaten raw, cooked or baked. Carrots are an excellent snack choice. And uh, those little carrots are not grown that way. They're not. <laughs> I know. It's a lot of people <laughs> thought that, you know. I read one time in my health stuff. No, they just kind of cut them up that way. Anyway, carrots. It kind of goes with that edible egg. You need a carrot, just I recommend washing them. But you can eat it right out of the ground, which is probably the best for us, as they say. Hey, right, I got this from the aerobic center again. Uh, we're talking about stress. Now, here's the daily to de stress. De stress. Yeah, the message is clear. You have to find a way to keep your stress at a reasonable, healthy level and figure out how to put a damper on stress before it gets out of hand. Stress management is a key element of healthy living, explains Dr. Rawl. That also goes along with other healthy lifestyle factors, such as skipping the use of tobacco products, eating a healthy diet, maintaining a healthy weight, and staying active. Our, our tortoise, he tries to stay active. He does. He He's walked a, two miles. Yeah, moving around. One of the best ways to manage stress is through regular physical activity and exercise, says the doctor. Exercise reduces stress and improves health in so many different ways. Physical activity can boost mood, improve energy, and significantly improve both quality and quantity of sleep. But there are lots of other ways you keep can keep stress under control in your day-to-day -day life. Practice yoga or find time each day to meditate. Simply take a few minutes to yourself, recommends Dr. Rawl. Switch off your computer 
and your cell phone to disconnect and de-stress. Treat yourself to a mini vacation to escape work and the daily grind. Take time to relax isn't a luxury, as most of us treat it. Find ways each day to indulge yourself and de-stress. It's the doctor's orders for a healthier, longer life. And that, of course, is from the Cooper Clinic, which that is definitely a great place. All the research and things that they have done about their preventive medicine. And if you do have something wrong with you, if you've been active, you can recoup from it a little bit easier at times. You know, big on the farmer's almanac. I don't know if you ever noticed that here. And uh, the old farmer's almanac, 2023, says make your own bird food. Okay. Yeah. Our homemade bird food recipe can be made at any time of the year, but especially in the colder months when natural resources are scarce. Also, see how to make a simple DIY pine cone feeder. Do it yourself. There you go, Dad. Isn't that something? <laughs> something that you know what that stands for. Uh, actually, when I first saw that just now, I thought, is this something vulgar? <laughs> but anyway. It could be. You know another way to de-stress? Don't watch the news. Yep, okay. That's a good way. All right. Let's do some music. Okay. For me and Bobby McGee. Yeah. All right. Back to our bird food. Feeding the bird. Big bird. That fan here in the swamp. He's got, got a big old feeder. Yeah, yeah. Like watching them come in there and they're fun. See who tries Mansion to outrun out people. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway. For many of us, it's a great joy to watch and study our feathered friends. In the winter, experts maintain that the best way to bird watch is in a comfortable chair by the window, and we would agree. Now, I'm reading this. Okay. By keeping a feeder stocked with bird food, you can attract birds that will stay with you until spring. Is it good to feed the birds in winter? Rest assured that it's fine to feed birds during the cold winter months. Supplemental food actually helps birds during especially tough winters, and this will not affect bird migration. A number of factors triggers the urge for birds to migrate. But the most significant one is day length. When the days get shorter, certain birds move on, regardless of whether they are still filled feeders available to them. They get that inner clock in them, don't they? Mm -hmm. Something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. During the rest of the year, it's best to take feeders inside. Man, I don't know. That thing's pretty big. I don't know if I will. <laughs> as there will be plenty of other natural resources for the birds to take advantage of. Plus, bird feeders can be very attractive to foraging mammals, such as skunks, Ew. rats, and bears, which are usually not welcome visitors. Usually. Say, you know, yeah, I'm going to say, I don't know when a skunk and a rat are welcome, but I definitely will say the bear problem we have here yeah. in Highland Drive is pretty minimal. It's low. I'm just telling you. And the way we barbecue things outside in the summer, I'm not talking about food to eat. I'm talking about things for the birds to eat. 
you know, in water. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the old farmer's almanac and his little bird helper out of here. It's for the birds. Lovely. It is for the birds. And uh, I tell you, I always love it when we have to have somebody really help us out on telling us how to do things. I'm oh, not, yeah. Not bringing the bird feeder in here because I don't need no rats or skunks or bears in here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, just thought I'd say that. <laughs> All right. Brainy quote from yesterday's man, Jeff Foxworthy. If your neighbors think you're a detective because a cop always brings you home, you might be a redneck. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what, that's funny. Laugh, it'll make you feel better. No matter what they do to you today, no matter what to throw at you, just keep on going. And at times, I know that you're going to get uh, disappointed, but just don't get discouraged. And keep on keeping on. That's what I'm saying. That's all I've got to multiply, subtract, add, and divide. Well, thanks for reading that gent library. And thanks for listening to a retired coach and his kid. And I'm telling you, find the old Andy Griffith show today. It's easy to do. Barney. <laughs> Where'd you put that bullet? <laughs> I can see Andy and Opie walking right now. Now if I skip this rock. <laughs>